Ladies and gentlemen, presented by the WZWA Network, it's the Insider's Edge Podcast with your host, California. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Insider's Edge Podcast here on the WZWA Network. I'm your host with the most on the West Coast, California. It's great to be with you all once again. And here we go. For the first time ever on the Insider's Edge podcast, I have somebody return to the show. This is very exciting. Ladies and gentlemen, the big kahuna, the big cheese, the boss of IWA Deep South. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Kevin Brandon, how are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing great, brother. I, I appreciate you having me back on. You've always been kind to me and a big supporter, and I, I appreciate everything you do, man. Oh, no problem, Kevin. And, you know, I, I appreciate your passion for professional wrestling. That's why, you know, I, I'm a big supporter. And and I last time I had you on the show, it was it was really fun learning about um, what you do and, and how you promote your shows and the struggles that you go through to put on uh, something like a Carnage Cup. And today's show, I really wanted to do a bit of a, a dive into a Carnage Cup 13 that uh, just took place not too long ago. Uh, and so, please, could you uh, let me know the struggles that, that, that you faced when uh, you were trying to put together this show? Because I know that there were a few dates here and there, a few different venues you were trying, and, and it didn't work out until it finally did. Um, can you tell me a little bit about all of that? Uh, yeah. Um, I think at the very beginning when I was wanting to try to book it, we were uh, originally – I'm going to try to book it back at the same location that we did Carnage Cup 12 at, which was in Georgia, like right outside of Atlanta. Um, but um, I had contacted the venue and I tried to get it and I talked to the lady and um, she made me aware that they were in the process of, of signing the lease um, through, I think, the state they were going to uh, have some kind of busing company where they were going to um, have like a, bu like a bus line or something. Anyway, they, so they had leased that out and that had fallen through. Um, and then uh, I had talked to a couple of different guys in Tennessee. I was, I was looking at trying to get a couple of venues up there. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. Uh, then uh, Hardcore Hillbilly, you know, from XPW, I talked to him and uh, he had known, he knew a venue and uh, it fell through. I don't remember exactly why. I think he told me, but um, I can't remember. It was, uh, they, I think it didn't have no power and we was going to have to have a generator. And oh. so if no, if I didn't have no, no Wi-Fi, I couldn't do live pay-per-view, and I just started talking with uh, Rob with XPW about doing the pay-per-view. And uh, so anyway, I had uh, I had uh, gone back to this guy who I had met back at Carnage Cup 11 in 2017 to have some property in Tennessee. And I talked to him and, um, and talked to his dad, and we ended up, working out a deal so we can end up coming to to his farm and he had he had a wi-fi it wasn't great but the guy said they could work with it and so we ended up going is mckenzie tennessee which is 
a really small town. It's a country place out in the middle of nowhere. But uh, but pretty much I could do what I wanted to. You know, there wasn't no restrictions or or any kind of, you know, restraint or regulation, anything. I could just, as long as I, you know, compensated them well, that uh, that I could get the place. And so that's why we ended up ended up going there um and then we had we had a great time um turned out wasn't as good as i'd hoped but we i think next year we should have significantly better turnout because we're going to be right back at the same place one year later and so we ended up uh we ended up already being approved to go back next year and i'm looking at Probably the same weekend, third third weekend in October. I'm pretty much sure. I mean, it's not a hundred percent, but by ninety nine percent sure, it'll probably be third weekend in October next year. Well, that's cool, uh, and I'm I was glad that uh, that things ended up working out. And uh, when I you know started streaming the uh, pay per view, I was uh, pretty uh happy to see where you were doing the show because it, it just seemed it, it made it come across quite unique that it was on uh, a property like that um and speaking of all of this uh streamxpw.com was um how uh this pay-per-view was uh able to be bought uh how did how did that uh, come about with uh you uh having conversations with rob uh, let me see. I'm trying to think how it initially started. Um, well, I'd always been a big supporter of XPW, even back, uh, you know, when it started way back in 99. But, and uh, when uh, Rob, when he brought XPW back, he was going with the tagline, you know, you know, you can't cancel what was what wasn't canceled or whatever. And is that the is that the tagline? Or is it, so it's pretty close, I think. Yeah, yeah. And then something about so woke. You know, uh, I forget what the tagline is. I'm sorry, <laughs> but uh, anyway. So, and then after I watched a few shows, I was like, yeah, we would we would uh, fit good together. And um, uh, I think let me see. Well, I, see, I'm good friends with Chris Claus. Yeah. Uh, he and I, we we real close personal friends, Chris Claus and I, and so we talked uh, a few years ago. Well, back in Cornish Cup twelve, uh, he and I had, had spoken about. Uh, I had interest in approaching Rob about doing some business together, and uh, so I talked to Chris, and then uh, he. Uh, told me just reach out to Rob and just tell him what I wanted to do and my ideas. And so that's what I've done. I just reached out to Rob and I just, you know, I respectful, always, always respectful. And, uh, just told him, you know, I, I appreciated his product and I'd been a big supporter and, uh, he had heard about me and had heard about IWA deep South and, and all the controversy and all the, uh, uh, crazy shit we've done over the years. And so we pretty much hit it off. Very first time I talked to him, uh, Rob and I hit it off. And, uh, you know, we, I think we ended up first time I talked to him a little over an hour and, you know, he liked, you know, what I, 
uh, wanted to do, and I liked what he offered. And then, you know, pretty much uh, from there, we just you kept talking and, and uh, you know, pretty much worked out a deal. And then next thing you know, you know, we was um, uh, working. We set the pay-per-view up. And, you know, I told him, you know, since we're working together, I want to bring Larry Legend in and, and bring in some XPW guys. And we ended up using uh, one, one of Rob's uh, video crews. We even used, you know, book one of his guy, uh, crews, you know, so they handled the pay-per-view for us. And uh, so it, it worked out good, man. I, I, I'm pleased with how it worked out. And, um, I'm just, you know, just ready to do something, you know, do something else. Uh, we talked about putting my entire catalog on Stream XVW, and that's still, that's still a work in progress. We haven't ironed it all out yet, but that's something that we're working on right now, though. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean that that would be great to be honest uh, to to get the whole catalog up there because it's quite a, quite a big catalog. Uh, so okay, we're still talking about how you, you you put this show together, Carnage Cup thirteen. I know that you had some hopes and dreams of you know who you wanted to have perform uh, in the tournament. Um, were there any people that you you tried to get and you couldn't get, or were there guys that had to come and fill in at the last minute because somebody couldn't make the show? Uh, could you tell me a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, I had uh, I had initially spoke to. Uh... A doctor redacted and um i was close to getting something worked out with him and uh he ended up having uh something some kind of family uh so i don't know if it was a, i don't know it was emergency but he had some kind of family uh, situation he had to handle so unfortunately he couldn't make it uh uh see man we had bev you know had talked to him he wanted to do it but it wasn't going, the date wasn't going to work out. Um, I had talked to, I actually talked to Masada and I was, man, we were, I mean, he was all for it and everything, but he had, he had some issues to where he wasn't going to be able to make it. Uh, or, well, he didn't know for sure. Well, by the time I found out, uh, it was like last minute, uh, he, he could have ended up making it, but it just was, by the time I found out the flights were just so high and we couldn't, we couldn't get something last minute. They was just extremely too high. Um, let's see. The body was supposed to be on it, but he had issues at the border. Um, let me see here. Uh, big F and Joe, big uh-huh. F and Joe, big F and Joe, um, we was talking and he he almost ended up getting on there but he had some, he had some issues i couldn't i couldn't get him on there and he told me matter of fact he told me cornscope was on his bucket list he's like he's like dude he said next year just let me know you know plenty enough in time and we'll we'll make it work and i honestly i honestly thought it was going to work out but then something it just on his end, it did, you know, it fell through. So, uh, so as you can see, yeah, I had several, several well-known guys and they all wanted to do it, but it just didn't work out. And then we had to end up, uh, we got, uh, let's see, uh, Jimmy controversy. He stepped up. 
and he got on there. And then we had uh, Blaine Evans come in um, pretty much unannounced because we'd had him banned after the issue with uh, John Rare at the last one, they know oh, with yeah. fingers. So, uh, <laughs> you know, wink. Uh, and uh, so we ended up, they they stepped up. And, uh, and I mean, it worked out, man. It was, I mean, guys that uh, had never got a shine on other shows, they got a, had a chance to step up and show what they can do and bust it ass. So I mean, we ended up, you know, having a hell of a damn show weekend. Um, but yeah, uh, I think next year, um, I, I would, I would expect, uh, to see there's going to be quite a few recognizable names that are going to be on there. Uh, so I, next year we're planning on expanding it to three shows. Uh, and it's going to be even, an even bigger weekend than this weekend was. So, uh, I, I wouldn't miss it, man. If I would, anybody who's on the fence or thinking about it, Definitely want to be at the at next year's because it's going to be an amazing weekend. Awesome. Well, I'll, I'll keep it in mind. Hopefully, I can fly over. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, I uh, as I said before, I did watch the show. Um, I noticed that at some stage that that there was some sort of technical difficulty going on. I wasn't sure what was going on. Um, I just know that there was a big break. Uh, and uh, I had a screen telling me that uh, we'll be back in uh, 25 minutes or so. It will get down to zero and then boom, pop back up to five minutes remaining. And it did it about three or four times. And I'm like, oh, something's gone wrong here. Uh, what were the uh, difficulties that took place in the day? Well, so I had this new ring crew that come in and uh, they were, uh, they uh, didn't have enough help. And so what, what had happened was we had opened the show with some no rope matches, the saw match and the spiral. And we figured, well, it'd be, be better to do it that way. And normally in the past, we had done that with no problem. But this crew, this uh, ring crew, just, uh, I mean, it was just entirely too slow. And so we ended up, it just, we got close to being started. Then we had to, they were slow on the ring with the ropes. And then once they finally got the damn ropes up, then we had to set up the ring for the next match. And then uh, it just, uh, what had happened too, Rob, I think they had a commercial that was supposed to air and something happened with it on their end and it didn't air. And so it was just like having a lot of dead time. And so next year I've got, I done already, already got it figured out I'm gonna, how I'm going to handle it differently. So there shouldn't be no issue next year. It should be a lot smoother. But unfortunately, you know, you know, there's not much I could have done this time. You know, it just we just had that trouble, you know. But uh Right. Yeah, no, that's I, I, I assumed it was something like that. Yeah. Um so one thing I guess I would say that I really enjoyed on uh Carnage Cup 13 was Chris Kloss working with Larry Legend on commentary. Um, me personally, I, I think I already told you, I was on a plane with like 30,000 feet in the air uh, and everyone on the plane was essentially you know, asleep because it was quite late and I was just bursting into laughter 
um, really loudly, unfortunately, and uh, disturbing people. But they did a great job as far as I'm concerned. How, how did you feel that those two went and uh, worked together on this show? Oh, man, I was uh, very pleased uh, with how they worked together. Uh, like I say, Chris, Chris and I are really, really good friends now. I've been knowing him since 2015, so we uh, we we speak at least a couple times a week. And but that's the first time I'd worked with Larry, and I know Larry's a hell of a damn ring announcer and a damn good commentary uh, commentator. So uh, I already had it in mind. I knew they were going to work great together, and uh, and and I wasn't disappointed. They they knocked it out of the park. Um, so yeah, I was I was very pleased with them. Um I wish that I wish that Chris and Rob, whatever difference they may have, I wish they could work it out because mm. I'd like to see Chris back at XPW, man, honestly. At at least the California shows. I mean, I'm not sure if it's feasible for him to work the New Jersey shows, but I mean Chris at least the California shows, man. I I don't see no reason why he couldn't be on them, but you know, that's not my thing. You know, that's not my business. I, that's, that's between him and Rob. So I don't, I don't know what, what's going on there. Well, I do, but I mean, I, I'm not going to say, you know, but it's none of my business. So, you know, uh, you know, what can you do? Yeah. No, I, I, I understand where you're coming from there. i you know, I, I see him on your show and he's talking about promoting streamxpw.com. And I don't know, I, just, I felt a bit bad because I know no, nobody on the planet is more passionate about XPW than Chris Kloss. Uh, so it was good to see him back out there commentating. Um, but yeah, I too hope that, that they can uh, get their issues sorted because, uh, I, you know, I just watched their Merry Christmas 2 show yesterday and... Uh, Ron Nemi was uh, out from surgery, so um, Larry Legend ended up working with Stephen Jury on the show. Um, but I, I was thinking, oh man, give Chris a call. If 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 Ron can't do the the LA show, then but I guess there's still some issues there between the two of them. Um, speaking of somebody else that means a lot to uh, you and and IW Deep South, uh, John Rare. Uh, last time we had spoke you kind of alluded to the fact that this might've been John's last hurrah in the ring at Carnage Cup 13. Um, his last hurrah is a first round elimination. Uh, so I was thinking, oh, maybe he'll be back next time for Carnage Cup 14. Um, what were your thoughts on on, on John's inclusion on this show? Um, well, I, I knew some things that was going supposed to go down and John, I guess he got excited, I guess, or, or just, in the moment, his adrenaline got going. Of course, he stabbed himself, and I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know what was going to happen. And unfortunately, you know, he got severely injured from the box cutter stabbing. You know, I think it was what three or four stabs. I think it was. Right. And uh, so unfortunately, that match got cut way too short. Um, since then, myself and uh, Blaine Evans have been and have been talking to him and. I think I don't know for sure, but I think John will be back at fourteen. Uh, Blaine's wanting another match with him, and uh, he feels the way I do. He feels like 
that really, if that was going to be his last one, it really wasn't a proper send off. So mm-hmm. we're on him pretty hot and heavy trying to, trying to get him released to next year. And so I, if I had to bet, I'd say he's probably going to do next year. Um, I guess we'll wait and see. And I'd go ahead and say it'll probably end up being him and Blaine Evans because Blaine's, Blaine's the one that's been in his ear trying to get him to come back and do another one. And my own personal opinion, I thought him and Blaine at Cornish Cup 12 was a hell of a fucking match. Yeah. Hell of a match. So I, I would look for, I would look for them to possibly work each other next year if I had to bet, you know. But I guess we'll just see John's thinking about it. So I guess we'll see what's up. Cool. But uh Good but yeah, for what for what happened, I mean as far I mean the match was short. I mean, I know it could have been longer, could have been better, but that injury just it you know, it it's it fucked it up, man. And it's just one of them things, man. It just happens, you know. Of course, yeah. Um so uh the winner of Carnage Cup thirteen, Bryant Woods, uh what led to the decision that he was gonna be the guy to win number thirteen? Well, Bryant Let's see, Brian's been with me since Cornish Cup 8. He he debuted at 8 against uh, Spider, so that was, what, 2012. Uh, so he'd he been, what, he was a finalist at Cornish Cup 9 and 10. Yeah, fi- he was a finalist at 9 and 10. And uh, so he was real close. He come real close. And Cornish kept nine and ten of winning, didn't win. Eleven, he had a good showing at eleven. And then he uh then he stepped away for a couple of years. And uh then from the last time he worked until the time he come back, uh Spider passed away and mm. you know, Spider always wanted Bryant, you know, to to take up, you know, take up the deep south banner and carry it on. You know, when he had to go because he was going to retire, he, he was retiring, you know, before he passed. He was actually going to work another Carnage Cup, Spider was, and then he passed away. So, uh, Bryant told me, you know, he wanted to come back, you know, and he wanted to honor Spider's uh, memory yeah. and uh, and do and do him proud and everything, which I'd done, I'd done told Bryant a few years ago, a couple years ago, you know, I owed him one, you know, because he 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 was more more than deserving in winning a Carnage Cup. And he done he done come close a couple of times, but but didn't win. And and I told him, I said, Man, you know, when whenever you come back, you know, I'm putting you over. I said, just let me know when you're ready. And uh so then he told me, you know, I'm you know, I'm I'm ready. So thirteen, you know, I'm gonna come back. And I and I honored him. I always, if I give somebody my word, and I and I tell somebody I'm gonna do something, I'm, I'm gonna do it. You know, and so he come want to come back at 13. Well, he actually he come back last year and worked the show, and, and made his return. And he said, "All right, I'm ready for for 13." And so you know, I honored I honored uh, my word, and I, I did what I said I was gonna do. And of course, he ended up finishing the match with with spiders finisher you know the spider driver off to u-haul and that was that was spider's big finish was the the mission no cool well spider driver off off the high high spot yeah 
And so that's the way, you know, Bryant wanted to honor his fallen comrade with the with the same finish, you know. So uh so I, I was happy, man. I mean, for for him to have been gone a few years and for him to come back, you know, he's in great shape. You know, he he uh he he deserved it, you know, and uh he's done so much for me over the years and uh, you know, I, I felt I felt great, you know, putting him over, and he he, he deserved it, man. That's cool. I I, I agree. Uh, as the show was progressing, I thought to myself, yeah, I, I I could see him possibly walking away with the victory, um, and well earned as well. Uh, so uh, speaking of you on show day, um, what kind of duties would you have to uh? be concerned about if, if anyone out there's wondering what the promoter does on a on show day for carnage cup uh what what duties do you have to worry about kevin uh, well at this stage since i've been doing them so damn long uh i'm usually myself and my vice president uh tyler becker we're, we're the first two people there and the last two to fucking leave and so Shit, the way it goes now, you know, I me, I'll show up at the at the location, venue, whatever, and and he'll show up, and we're both there, and uh, they they preparation the the number one, numero uno is is getting them gimmicks ready, mm-hmm. and so I I help with Tyler, and we've got a crew that comes in, and I oversee. I don't do I don't do a hell of a lot of work anymore. I I help. But I'm, you know, older now. Well, I ain't old. I'm in 45, but I I don't help like I used to. But but I oversee and I I make sure you know Tyler and I we make sure everything gets done. And uh, the biggest thing is the gimmicks. I mean, we once we get the gimmicks out of the way, then we start checking checking the lineup, making sure the guys are there who's advertised and. Uh, then, uh, you know, pretty much that's it, you know, up until, you know, the comment, the announcers and everybody gets their referees. Then we start going over to going over the match order and all that. And, uh, you know, some of them will, you know, get the guys together and finish, you know, get the finishes go, uh, lined up. And, uh, I, I pretty much let guys call their own stuff. I don't, I don't script, I don't script anything. Uh, I let guys have a lot of creative freedom, and so I don't too much worry about a lot of that. You know, I tell them, you know, who who's going over, and sometimes, you know, I'll call some spots here and there. But uh, other than that, you know, most for the most part, the guys have got creative freedom. They do, you know, what they want with as long as you know they got to finish in mind. Uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it, man. You know. In a nutshell, you know. Yep, fair enough. Um, so uh, this is a, a an odd question, but I don't know. It just it popped in my head when I was thinking of what happens when the show's over, uh, because you're out there is in Mackenzie, uh, as you said, a small town. There's a show happening the following day, of course. Where does everybody do, do people stay over if there's going to be a show the next day, or is there a place that everyone goes to after the show's over? Um, I don't know. I'm I'm just wondering if there is there an after party of people having drinks outside in the dark. Uh, what's going on after the show's over? Uh, well, they was 
there was some people at, at camped and they they uh they'd drink or get to smoke smoke on or party whatever some of them were, the ones that's camping they'll they'll just you know party at the at the at the farm you know but the rest of us hell we'll go find some more to eat you know at a good restaurant might have a few drinks and try to and you know get get something to eat the main thing we're doing looking for something to eat because i don't i don't need a whole lot on the show day until mm-hmm. the damn thing's over because i guess it's just i don't know that's always how i've been and uh yeah that's pretty much it we'll go to a restaurant or you know bar and grill and we'll hang out and talk over you know i got my own crew that i hang with uh by myself chris cloth tyler becker and uh, a few other guys, uh, Kenny and Dallas and uh, Jan, pretty much the same crew that I hang with. We'll go, we'll go somewhere, and then some of the other guys they'll go to a different place, and we'll just, we'll just chill. And we'll stay in there, shit, couple of hours, and just shoot the breeze and and drink and eat, and then we we'll go back to the room, just fucking crash, man, because I'm tired, you know. So that that's pretty much it, you know far as that goes cool cool uh so uh 2024 is almost here and i just wanted to know what plans you might have other than uh carnage cup 14 uh next october is there any sort of other plans in the pipeline for iwa deep south uh yeah actually i'm working on a show right now for sometime in march Uh, it's gonna be called southern outlaws uh we'll be back on we'll be back on stream xpw live um they uh it's pretty much gonna be invite only locations kayfabe um i I don't it'll be about a nine ten nine ten match card majority death match um working on the card right now so i know we're doing that um probably going to end up i'm thinking to go end up shooting another uh boris dookie movie we had the first one which it, it was pretty much i was brand new on that shit man and uh and it uh it didn't turn out quite as good as i wanted to but i've got some more experience now so we're going to end up uh, uh making another one of those i don't know if you ever if you knew about the first one or not but we're going to end up making another film uh and the Boris Duke of the Nation of Defecation, TWO storyline, pretty much uh, saga. And uh, we're going to do something with that. Uh, other than that, I'm not sure if we'll have anything else other than uh, Weekend of Carnage. But that that's what's next coming up is in March. We'll have the Southern Outlaw weekend. Okay, so. cool. Well, there we go. That's good to hear. Uh, there was a... a I don't know what what it was that took place on the show here for Carnage Cup 13. Uh, Brian White, uh, I believe he was facing off with Chewy Martinez. He looked to be in quite a bit of pain uh, by the end of the match. Uh, I believe some, some rubbing alcohol was used or something like that. Uh, can you tell me what happened there? Oh, uh, I think it was actually some kind of, it was, a, I think it was Tabasco sauce. Uh <laughs> You know, I don't even know what what that thing was that it was in, but he had it poured in that. Do you know what do you know what that thing's called that they had it in? Do you, do you remember? 
Uh, is it like the kind of thing that, that you have like holy water in or something like that? Yeah, it, it was it was weird. I never had seen one at a show. But anyway, whatever it was, you know, it, I think when you did your review, you thought I think you thought it was uh, rubbing alcohol, but it 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 was Tabasco sauce, like or habanero sauce or something. <laughs> and he just he poured it right in his damn eyes, <laughs> and uh, so they so they went home. But then after the match, Brian said, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, man." He said, "My." He said, I couldn't see my eyes were fucking on fire. Oh. And he's, uh, but I mean, I, I don't know if the fans that watch the pay-per-view, if if they really like grasp, like how bad that shit fucking burns. Mm. And because people say, oh, you know, it went, they knew it went home too early. And, uh, but if you don't know, if you don't comprehend that, man, that shit fucking hurts. I mean, to have it directly poured in your eyes. And he said, man, he it, it took him forever. And he was rinsing it with water and everything and wiping his eyes. And, it, it, man, shit burns the hell out of your eyes. And so that's what it was. Though. But uh, I know you can appreciate it. You know you know, you know, know what the fuck's up with it, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Because I could tell. I was like, he's not, he's not just selling, like, that's real pain that I'm seeing right there because he got up real quick after the pinfall took place. So, yeah, I'm, gl I, I, I was, I'm glad he's okay uh, now. But uh, at the time, I was like, "Jeez, you know, th there's deathmatch wrestling and then there's just torturing yourself." Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Is there a particular match or performance on the show of Carnage Cup 13 that you were most happy with? Well, the 13. Well, of course you had. Kings of Cornish next day too, but um, mm. the actual tournament itself, I, I mean, I don't know just uh, one match, but I mean, Little Sicko, I was very very happy with. Uh, he, uh, in in a lot of guys' minds, he was a stand he was the standout guy. It was Little Little Sicko, uh, but uh. Shit, I don't know, man. Bryant, I guess uh, Bryant and uh, Necro Butcher and uh, Jimmy Controversy was a very, very entertaining match. Uh, <laughs> I hate to just just throw it out there because I love all my guys. Everybody busted ass, but I mean the finals. I enjoyed the finals a lot. Um, I mean the second day. I don't know if you watched it or not, but uh. But Little Sicko and Jay Blade, I thought they had to match a damn weekend. I mean, it was fucking insane. Did you watch it? I did not, unfortunately, because uh, I had arrived in uh, the next location uh, of my holiday at the time. So uh, I was oh, okay. I think I, I think I was at a theme park all day the following day. So I yeah, um, unfortunately okay. missed that that second show, Kings of Carnage. Yeah, uh, where, where were you, where were you traveling to and from? Oh, I just spent some time in Fiji, and then um, on the way back, I we stopped over at the Gold Coast in Queensland, uh, which has a lot of theme parks and and things of that nature. So uh, I was staying there for a, four or five days before heading back to Perth. Uh, so in total, I was gone for two weeks. But um, yeah, I had a great time. That's for sure. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, Fiji's just like. <laughs> Paradise, absolute paradise. Um, all right, well, that's cool. Um, so uh, 
How did things go with streamxpw.com? Did you get many pay-per-view buys for the show? Uh, yeah. I mean, I won't say the exact number, but uh, Rob and I looked at it, and they were uh, they were competitive, you know, with what he does. So they were – I mean, it, it, I was pleased with it, you know, when I seen it all broke down, and I think Rob was pleased, so – I mean, it's pretty damn good, man. I mean, we, I mean, we had we had a good number of buys. I mean, they could always be higher, but for the first one, for the first one ever on Stream XPW, uh, I, I was pretty well pleased with it. I, I think next year will be significantly more, but the, for the first one, I, I I was pleased with it. That's good to hear. Uh, and you know, I've got to be perfectly honest. I'm not just saying this because you're on the show. Uh, I've seen a few deathmatch tournaments this year. I believe I said it in my review as well. Uh, you know, XPW had California 2, CZW had Tournament of Death 20. In my opinion, I thought Carnage Cup 13 was the best of the three that I saw this year. I also watched GCW's tournament, but I did not like what they did with the Tournament of Survival this year. Um, how would you compare Carnage Cup 13 to the previous 12? Man... Uh, I think I think top in top five probably top five that we've had. I'd I'd I'd, I'd rank it in top five, and and you're you're not the only person that said that it was their favorite tournament. I've heard from uh, several people that that watch all the tournaments, and they said that, you know this one just I don't know what it might sound like I'm tooting my own horn, but people say it's just a different a different type of show, different type of, of tournament, just from the environment to the, the gimmicks to the, I guess, danger aspect or the unpredictability to the, mm. I guess, uh, just raw, you know, just reckless aspect. Uh, I, I don't know. And then it's just that deep South vibe. I mean, people do it. People always talk to me about that deep south vibe that you just don't get anywhere else. And I, I don't really know. I don't really know, I guess, because, you know, I live, it, you know, and I don't really know what they mean, but they just say it's just, I don't know, it's just different, man. Uh, deep south is just different, you know. So, uh, you know, people that don't like us or like competition, they never would admit that shit. But I, I talked mm -hmm. to real fans, real, you know, people that, that uh, appreciate it. And, I mean, I get it all the time, man. People always, they talk highly of them, you know, and that's just true, man, you know. And I, and I appreciate all the support I get. I, I, I always, always appreciate the fans and the supporters. I never, never take away from the fans. Always, always take care of the boys. And I always take care of the fans. If you fuck either one of them, you, you fucking yourself, and then you end up like some of these guys I won't mention, and you know where they at, you know. So that's why I always I live by that man. I live by I treat the boys good. I treat the fans good, and I, and I do what I say I'm gonna do. I keep my word. There's three things, man. You got to absolutely. Um... And I would like to know, you've told me about that you've got a show coming up in March, obviously next October, you're looking for Carnage Cup 14. 
Are there any other further goals uh, that you are hoping to achieve with Ida Ray Deep South over the next few years? Uh, I would like, like I said, I would like to get that, uh, get the catalog expanded um, uh, through StreamXPW. I'm talking with uh, a couple of film companies about trying to, trying to do a, a, a new documentary, uh, a little different uh, direction um possibly something bigger um i've got some people trying to work on getting me something through vice you know maybe getting me a dark side of the ring episode i uh i've had some fillers put out i hadn't had anything you know concrete with that yet but um you know that uh that's something else i'm wanting to do um then uh like to try to maybe do like a joint show with Rob It'd be something else I want to try to do. Um, let me see. And then I want to just keep, keep building a uh, weekend of carnage and just uh, build it up, you know, bigger and bigger, maybe, maybe expand it, you know, to more like a festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, just uh, that's, that's pretty much the main you know, main ones, man, main, main goals right now I got, you know. All right. Well, that's cool to hear. Cause um, <clears throat> when, you, when you think about last time I had you on the show and I talked to you about there's an IWA East coast, there's IWA mid South, there's deep South. It seems that uh, you're the last one standing out of the three, because uh, I don't think Pondo's put on a show for quite a few years now, maybe two, two or three years. And, um, in i don't know if it's coming back or not but um you know you did talk to me about wanting to do maybe like a, a joint show at some point and get all the iwas together um but at this stage right now it appears that deep south is the only one still standing yeah no i don't I, that was something maybe you know in the past but I, mm. I i don't see myself i don't see myself working with ian so that that doesn't that doesn't that's not gonna be something that's gonna happen you know but uh but i right now i just pretty much uh just gonna work with xpw uh you know they the guy uh i probably work with that guy out of texas i think uh loco have you heard of them oh yeah Uh, yeah i'd probably work with them guys you know they some they some guys i'd work with but uh uh yeah like i said ian wouldn't be one of them no man Uh, you know fair enough fair enough um uh, yeah. To all the IW Deep South fans out there that are watching this interview, uh, and to everyone else who's you know a big deathmatch wrestling fan, wanted to check this interview out. Is there anything that you'd like to say? Let them know. Plug uh, far away, Kevin. Uh, you can follow us. Our uh, we've got a, a merch website now. If you go to our Facebook at IW Deep South, uh, we've got a link to our new merch page. Uh, we've got our new TikTok going uh, at IWA Deep South. We're on TikTok at IWA Deep South on Instagram, and then the, uh, the uh, IWA Dash Deep Dash South uh, dot Printify dot Me is our new uh, merch website. We've got everything from uh, shirts to uh, decals, uh, hoodies, uh, tumblers. Uh, uh, everything blankets shot glasses everything so we've uh, expanded our merch reach now 
uh, with that. Um, so you, you can go check that out. Uh, like I said, I'll have probably within the next two weeks, I have information for uh, Southern Outlaws available. You can check our Facebook out and we'll have that information up. And uh, so, yeah, man, that's it, you know. Cool. And all of that information Kevin just talked about, I've got to have all the links in the description on YouTube when this interview goes out. Kevin, I've had fun with you once again, talking about Carnage Cup 13, talking about your future plans. Uh, and again, my congratulations to you for being able to bring the tournament back and also uh, for the success that you've had with it, considering all the great feedback that the show had. So again, I want to thank you so much for your time here today. I appreciate you, man. Everything you do, all your positive words, your support, and man, anytime you want me back on, I'll I'd gladly come back on anytime, brother. Thank you, my friend. I really appreciate it. And I thank all of you out there for joining me here for the Insider's Edge podcast here, episode 178 with my friend here, Mr. Kevin Brannan, and we will see you next time. Thank you. Network, that's the way we play. Get puppies. Don't say, network, that's the way we play. Get all has been paid for by the WZWA Network.